I don't care. I don't count days. I don't count holidays. It's all just one big, big blur for me. A big blur of me tr striving to become the best. Download the All-Star app. Make your picks for UFC fights. Challenge your friends. Level up and win prizes. Link in description. Get it now. Did you make a trip back to uh, Azerbaijan in the last couple of months? Yes. Yes, yes. Talk about that, man. I did. Going back. I, I, I was there for a month. Uh, definitely spent more time with family this time. Like uh, last year, I just got signed to the UFC. So I was just, just doing a whole bunch of... I was doing everything except for spending time with family. So this time it was a more family-oriented trip. And got to see some relatives. Got to see my cousins. So I was very happy about that. And I got to train over there with some beasts as well. So... Um, Definitely a good, productive trip. What was there? What was I there? Like twenty-seven days. So yeah, almost a month. Almost a month. I was in the motherland. Yeah, and I heard, man, they treat their athletes like, like kings out there, man. They, they know. Yeah, it's, it's definitely different, man. The reception is definitely different. The way, the way people, uh, the way people uh, treat you is definitely different, man. The hospitality in Azerbaijan is like unmatched. You know, it's like nowhere I've ever been in the world. Yeah, it seems like everybody's battling for king of Baku. That everybody's battling for that right now. <laughs> I, I don't know about battle, man. I'm just doing my thing. I'm just Nazim, just yeah. just doing my thing, man. You know. Yeah. How was it? I'm in a competition with nobody but myself. For sure. How was it working with uh, Musayev and, and the team over there, man? Because they have some monsters, dude. Yeah, but they're brick houses, man. Honestly, they're they're like uh, they're 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 good everywhere. You know, they're strong. They're good. They're skilled. They they have that feeling. They, they they don't. They're not just like these. Well, some of them are. Some of them aren't. They're not just like these hammer. Uh, like these hammers, untechnical hammer. They they're technical too. So especially Tofik. Tofik is like very very high level. I actually enjoyed working with him a lot. Yeah. So uh, yeah, man. It's it's high, high. I got some high high level work over there with some of those guys. Definitely definitely a good spot to have when you go back home, right? Yeah, for sure, man, for sure, for sure. And then and, and they have different gyms and they have different like cliques also. They have different tribes. There's multiple good gyms, you know. Like Topic is in one gym, but then I also visited like other gyms. They also have like amazing talent. Like Baku, Azerbaijan. They they have to pull together with like all their uh all their um like all their management stuff, getting guys over to the US and, and just just the M MMA has to grow as a whole in Azerbaijan, but all, as far as talent goes, there's no shortage of talent. Like from the kids all the way until like their their superstars that they already had that the country already produced is like insane. The level is insane. I can't wait till till these guys come up as well. There's like a bunch of uh, young guys. The young generation is gonna make some waves from Azerbaijan. You 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 become kind of like an inspiration for the kids as well, right? Like you and. And Tofik and and a, and a couple other guys, Chingis, Chingis, you know Alazov. Yo, unreal, dude. Uh, unreal. I know you watched that uh, last one. I know you watched his last fight. He's unreal. Yeah. yeah, I I didn't meet him out there. I I I didn't catch him. He left as soon as uh like a a week or two before I arrived. But I hope to meet him in the future. He's he's like a he's a really good dude. Uh, and. 
and uh, as far as fighter, like that goes unsaid. You know, this guy is he's a legend, the best in the world. He's a legend. He's a legend. Yeah. He, he's it's incredible, and he's only he's like a few months older than me or something yeah. like that. He's like a year older or a few months older. So that is even more mind blowing. You know? Yeah, yeah, man, <laughs> it's a trip, man. Anyways, UFC two ninety five, man, your backyard basically, MSG, NYC, Slava Claus. You know, it's a huge opportunity for you. Thoughts on the opportunity and how you see the matchup? I like the matchup a lot. Uh, Slava is going to come with some heat. Um, he's technical. He's good. Uh, right off the bat, I can say I'm a better mixed martial artist. Uh, I am more versatile. I have different disciplines, whereas he came up in one discipline and now he's working on all other areas. With a great team, you know, Team Alpha Male is not uh, Team Alpha Male for no reason. You know, they, they're a good team. But um, me being that better MMA fighter, me knowing in the back of my head that I can end the fight anywhere, on the feet, on the on the ground, or grind it out, however however I need to win, is uh, giving me that much more confidence with this matchup. So I'm confident in myself with anybody, with the best top 10, top 5, Slava Claus, not Slava Claus. I just want to just get in there, tear, in, tear into that cage and just show the world what I'm capable of. So uh, I'm very happy with the matchup. If the matchup could have been anything else, I still would have been happy because it's MSG. But the fact that it's Slava Claus, the fact that it's a guy that punches, that, that poses that threat, that is going to stay in those exchanges, it makes for that much of a better show for me to display to the world and for us to put on a good show for the fans you know the fans are going to be happy with this one yeah definitely it's a it's a banger it's it's a it's a it's a violent matchup and you know when you look at his record in the ufc so far he's two and two and the one the ones he's won you know he's finished the fight but there has been chaos in those fights right it's not like he went in and completely dominated and then the ones he's lost he's lost by decision have you looked into those losses and like saw anything you know what i mean that that like was implemented well against him that is like a pattern or whatnot i know people are talk, they talk about the hole in the wrestling and the grappling right away i'm sure he's anticipating that i'm just going to come out and try to take him down from the first seconds first minutes or whatever it may be um like i said i'm better everywhere and that includes the stand-up as well i i, I know I don't just believe I, I know that i haven't been able to open up the way i would like to in my striking arsenal either uh, because um, of the stylistic matchups that I've had in my first two fights. So I haven't been able to put together or show what I'm capable of on the feet as well. I don't see this as a, this is not a striker versus grappler matchup. I don't have to come out there and absolutely avoid the stand-up. I'm going to do work on the feet. I'm just going to do work everywhere the fight goes, honestly. Like, uh, I just, I feel I'm better everywhere. I'm ready to show it. And, uh, yeah, it's, it's, I, I've, course i've seen the holes in the wrestling but i've also seen habits and holes in the stand-up as well and um i'm going to exploit them you're going to see that on november 11th and uh he's dangerous as well you know he he does his things very well you know he's he he's one of those guys that feels the he feels distance he feels he, he just he doesn't just come out there and throw is what i'm trying to say he's not a brawler he's a technical fighter so it's going to be like a a violent chess match you know if i if i was to say it in in any if i was to describe it in any way this is going to be like a violent chess match we're going to have a fun violent fight 
Uh, and again, the fans win with this one. And for me, I just I just can't wait to show everything I've been working on. And I can't wait for everything that, that I've worked on over the years to just come together in the middle of Madison Square Garden. I keep saying it, that the whole, but actually this camp has been incredible, knowing that in the back of my head I'm fighting in MSG. And, you know, I was talking with uh, your teammates about this as well, and, and they were saying, like, you guys manifested this. Like, when you guys were talking about this, two of you guys weren't even in the UFC yet. And you guys were talking about, yeah, we're going to be in the UFC, we're going to fight in Madison Square Garden on the same card, and it's happening, which is, it's wild, man. I don't know. There's something like in the air with the with our team. Honestly, like this isn't the first time we manifested something, but like we don't even sit there and like with the intent of manifesting anything. We just talk about our plans and goals. And I think God God hears us. You know, He He knows we're good people. He sees the hard work. He sees how we have each other's back and how it's genuine. Again, we always resort to we always go back to talking about this. We're not a team of 500 people. And then we just found our click. We're literally one click. You know, we don't, we have killers on the team. So that's why people think there's 50 people or 60 people on the team. There's really only like 12 guys that are in or have potential to be or are in the UFC currently or just got into the UFC currently. So not that, uh, not that there's not more amateurs and stuff with potential. I'm saying like right now, as of right now, the next year and in, in the in this year, last year, and the next year, maybe the next two years will only go as far as that. There's only about ten to twelve guys. So people think it's like a huge team. It's not, man. It's just quality. It's just quality. It's just us having each other's back and all this manifestation talk. Like that, we just we just work hard. We we call the shots of what we're gonna do and. God just gives gives us everything we ask for, so we're blessed, man. It's, it's just a blessing to be a part of this. It's a it's an inspiration for a lot of people, man, because you know you're living the dream that a lot of young up and comers have, and they're looking at that and like, yo, I could do that shit too. Like, you know, they're doing it. You know, I'm, I I want to do it too. It just continues that cycle. It's great. And uh, you've had two fights in the UFC. You know, and they're, they've been some wild fights. You know what I mean? Like, what were, like, the toughest moments? You know, when you think at the camps and the fights and even, like, the weight cuts, what were the toughest moments for you so far? Dude, honestly, the toughest moment I'm th that, I, that comes to mind right away, uh, there's obviously always tough moments in the camp and this and that, but the toughest moment that comes to mind, uh, Evan Elder fight week. I get sick like three days or two days before the fight, like pretty bad, like sick bad, like coughing, nose pouring. I'm sitting there on the couch. I'm telling you, Aljo, uh, not Aljo, uh, Favola, I'm like, dude, I'm freaking sick. There's thoughts in the back of my head, like how the fuck am I, how, or, sorry, how am I going to make weight? Uh, how am I going to, how am I going to fight? How am I going to make weight? This and that. So I'm feeling like complete crap. I pulled together as much as I can, and I was actually even sick in the cage. Like, I came out, and you can hear, uh, when I'm doing the post-fight interview with Paul Felder, you can even hear me coughing and stuff right after, like, right on the mic. I'm literally coughing on the mic and stuff. So I remember having to go through that just mentally and physically also. Like, I feel like that alone hindered my performance. And even though it was a wild one, like, it was, we had a wild fight, and I loved it. I loved every second of it. 
But when I think back, like going through that was so far in recent memory in th or this year, at least in these two, two, three fights that I've had with uh, contender in UFC, I would say that that was the one. 2023, man, has been a wonderful year for you when I look back at it, man. A great year. Huh? I'm looking to put a stamp on it, brother. Yeah. I'm looking to put a, a big, big stamp November 11th. And I'm looking to put uh, the final touches on this year and set myself up for a huge 2024. Yeah, and it's happened at the perfect time, right? November 11th, you have the, the holidays right afterwards, and then you kick kick back right into it, right, in, in January. And, uh, yeah, it's... Uh, it's great to like have it lined up like that, right? You know, it sucks to be fighting in December, to be honest. I, I, honestly, dude, like I'm so zeroed in on this game. I don't care. I don't count days. I don't count holidays. It's all just one big, big blur for me. A big blur of me tr striving to become the best, to become filthy rich, to, to become, to make history. To put Azerbaijan on the map, to keep to keep putting on for my people, to keep putting on for, to keep inspiring everybody in Brooklyn, in New York, everybody that's watching, everybody that's following. So like for me, I, I don't even have holidays like that. Like yeah, I do, but I also, I'm just so zoned into this. I don't, I didn't even think of that. That that didn't even cross my mind not once. I didn't think that okay November, it's like November 11th and that's it. There's nothing after. That's how that's how my mind is operating right now. It's just November 11th, and I don't know what's gonna happen November 11th. You know, I'm just going to die, go going to war. So whatever happens November 11th, like after we can talk about holidays. You know, so right now it's like that's all I'm thinking about. Well, wow, that's that's interesting because you know other fighters they're like planning holidays after their fights already. You know what I mean? It's like it's it's like a process for them. But you're just like yo, that day, it ends, and then once the the next day comes, yes, then I could plan whatever I'm doing. Yeah, dude, I don't know if that's an unhealthy way of thinking or something, but that's just the way I think. Like, there is no after. There's no Christmas. There's no Thanksgiving. There's no New Year's. There's nothing. There's November 11th, and that's it. That's the that's the last day of Earth on the calendar for me. That's it, man, you know? Well, I guess you got to... Some people have to put themselves in that mindset to get into that space that they need to get into, right? Others don't, you know? I mean, everybody's different. Yeah, it's it's the only thing that the only thing that's that interests me right now is victory. That's the only thing, really. That's that's what I mean. Is like the only thing I'm thinking about is victory and November 11th. I I'm not thinking like like I could think about how. Of course, of course, like I could think about this stuff, but I just I can't. I would be forcing myself almost. You know, that's naturally where my mind goes. My mind goes to. To just victory, just this one, just this one day, one night. I got to get it right, and I got to get victory. I have to come out with my. And like, what do you envision, though? Do you envision different things throughout the camp, or do you envision like one type of fight? I have different. I envision different things. They naturally come to mind. Uh, of course, I envision myself with my hand getting raised. I don't put too much uh, shots. Or too much. I, I literally, like every camp has been the same thing. Just becoming sharp everywhere. Being sharp everywhere. Being able to finish the fight anywhere. And then the rest, the, the rest will, will work itself out. You know, like I already know where I'm good at. I know the shots that, that land con consistently in training that can put people away. 
the take the type of takedowns when to take them down or the type of submissions where I can threaten the fight for a finish like I already know all these things so I just become I just get as well-rounded as possible and then the rest is the rest does its own work and the main event man in this card is Jones versus Stipe both of them could retire it's kind of cool to be on a card like that though right like two legends two like goats performing and then it might be the last time you get to see them I don't know. I, I don't know what to, it's like a dream, dude. Yeah. I don't know what to say enough about it, you know? Like, I never thought I would be, I'm like, it's just such a big deal, you know? And I'm a part of history. I'm going to be a, a part of why the fans are excited that night. I'm going to be a part of why the fans are cheering. <sighs> Incredible. I just can't, I, I don't, I really have a loss for words. I don't know what to say about this night other than that. Like, it's magical the way my life worked out, the way my career worked out, and that it led to this. I, I, I wish I could put into words, but I'm literally going to just need to calm down some time from now to be able to process all this and to be able to tell you what I feel in words. Who do you think wins that fight? I'm, I'm just never going to... I know that might be his last fight, but every now and then I always thought, okay, this, this might be the guy. Or mm, John Jones runs through him easily, but this might be the guy. Or he gave John Jones the first fight was competitive, so he might make the adjustments in the rematch. I always here and there doubted uh, John Jones. If he fights for another ten fights, I'm literally just gonna tell you in advance all ten fights are gonna be in favor of John Jones. Mm. That's the goat. So I'm just I should have never doubted him, but I'll never doubt him again for as long as he fights. There you go. November 11th, no one's going to doubt you, man. UFC 295, MSG, NYC, Full Arena, Nazim. Dream come true, man. Thank you so much for the time. All the best in the fight.